Foundations of Amateur Radio. An often repeated statement about the purpose of our hobby is related to emergency preparedness. The various peak bodies around the world devote plenty of resources to the concept, with helpful examples, umbrella organisations, training, coordinators, grants and funding, photo opportunities and all the other trimmings that come from the idea that you and I are going to be of assistance in the case of some or other emergency. Looking up the various emergency coordination groups is a disappointing experience. From broken websites with non-existent pages to latest news that's over two years old, through to the latest sausage sizzle and fun run. Entreaties to make sure that you have your current membership ID card, otherwise you won't be covered for insurance purposes. As I said, all the trimmings with lots of evidence of paper pushing and little or no evidence of actual preparedness, let alone public information that might help any new or old radio amateur become prepared. Back to the topic at hand and leaving aside the nature of the emergency for a moment, given that the response for a bushfire, a cyclone flood or pestilence is likely to be different. Let's look at the things we have direct control over. If you have at any time taken your radio out of the shack and carried it into a paddock, connected it to an antenna, fired it up and made a contact, you're well ahead of the curve. There are plenty of amateurs who have never ever considered what going field portable might look like let alone tried it. That's fine if you live in a bunker, have independent power and are able to withstand all manner of disaster scenarios. But realistically, it likely means that your emergency assistance will be of the kind that's outside the emergency zone. Helpful, to be sure, but there's plenty of those stations to be found, unless the issue is global, in which case we have a completely different set of problems. Pandemic? Anyone? Anyone? Let's focus on the other side of the fence. You're in an emergency zone. Doesn't matter what kind of emergency. Communications are limited or overwhelmed, information is restricted, messaging is hampered, and you're a radio amateur with a working radio. If all goes well, you should be able to help. So what does a working radio look like? And what does helping mean? First thing to think of is power. Have you got a battery? Is it charged? When was the last time you tested it? How long has it been sitting on the shelf? Did it discharge in the meantime? What about a charger? Have you got a generator? What about fuel and oil? What about spare parts? Have you got something else like a solar panel, a wind generator or a water turbine? What about a push bike with a dynamo attached? How long does your radio run on a battery and at which transmitter power level is that? After thoroughly investigating power, what does your actual emergency station look like? Will it be used for voice communication or will it be used as a digital gateway? Can you use it to send rudimentary messages or can it be used as an internet gateway for a local community? What bands are you planning to operate on? Do you have an antenna? What happens if your current antenna is taken out by a fire, lightning strike or something else? When was it last tested? Do you have a backup antenna? Have you actually used this antenna? Does it have all the right connectors and are they with the antenna? So pretend that you got all that right. What about you? Have you got spare clothes, food, shelter, medication? What about personal protective equipment, masks, gloves, whatever? What about ancillary items like pen and paper? Do you have power for the laptop that's being used to create the digital mode messages? Note that I've not said a word about the usefulness of any of this. 
This is the base level of preparedness, just so you can actually look yourself in the mirror and say that you have at least got a level of ability to be of assistance in the case of an emergency. You can, of course, argue that you should hook up with the local emergency services and offer your skills as a radio amateur. That's helpful, but what if you cannot actually go to the muster point? How does that help? Now, let's pretend that you actually have done all this. When was the last time you tested it? What does the actual helping look like? Have you ever attempted to pass emergency messages? What about messages that must be transferred absolutely 100% correctly? Think medication dosages. Who did you pass them to? When was the last time you did a regional emergency simulation between your amateur friends? How often do you do this? Once a decade or more often than that? What if the local repeater isn't working? What about in your club or your local neighbourhood? Do your neighbours even know you exist? The point of all this is to reveal that the level of emergency preparedness for radio amateurs is, in my opinion, spotty at best. If you disagree with me because you are prepared, I'd like to ask if you help prepare your local amateur community and the wider community around it. I don't doubt that there are individuals, even groups, who are prepared, but I suspect that they are far and few between. When was the last time you actually went into the field for a week and played radio, for real, battery only, limited resources, no outside help? I'd love to believe that this is universal, but you and I both know that there is plenty more to be done. How realistic is your emergency preparedness, and what are you going to do about it? I'm Ono, Victor Kilo 6, Foxtrot Lima, Alpha Bravo.